Welcome to the IBS Intelligence Podcast. I'm Suneva Kolostiak, and in this episode, I'm talking to the CEO of Payments at PayU, Mario Shiliashki, about fintech's role as the saving grace for communities and economies across the world through the coronavirus crisis. Mario, thanks for joining. How would you say digital payments has helped keep people distanced and connected over the past few months? Well, you know, I'll start by saying that the the set of lockdowns throughout this pandemic have been dreadful for everyone. What we've seen, certainly in our business, is uh, everyone has flocked to e-commerce and what what would have taken decades to complete in terms of move to e-commerce, move to online, adoption of digital payments has now been compressed in a few months. And because of that, I think we have seen tremendous growth in the adoption of online tools, whether it's e-commerce for large merchants, for small merchants. Um, And of course, digital payments goes hand in hand with that. So we at PayU have seen incredible growth in not just volumes of e-commerce transactions, but also new businesses joining the fold in transitioning their businesses online completely, either for the first time joining online uh, transactions, e-commerce, or really doubling down on how they grow in e-commerce. Many of them, we've seen tremendous growth across a number of sectors. And frankly, a lot of businesses have had to do that to survive. Mm. So for PayU, how have you been affected by the pandemic? What have you been working on over this period? Well, let me just step back and tell you a bit about PayU for yep. those who don't know PayU. So we are a global payments organization covering about 20 what we call high growth markets, emerging markets uh, around the world in Latin America, Southeast Asia, India, Africa, Central Eastern Europe. What we do is uh, almost 100% digital and uh, very focused on e-commerce. So throughout this crisis, um, in fact, we've seen a lot of businesses jump online and we've managed to welcome a lot of new businesses come online in the form of uh, SMBs in a number of sectors. What we see certainly in, in the markets where we are, tremendous growth in sectors like electronics, home and garden, fashion, obviously grocery. We've had uh, a tremendous boom in the grocery business uh, as all of those businesses have moved predominantly online through this lockdown epidemic. What we certainly hope to accomplish and as part of our mission, we are a business uh, with the vision to create a world without financial borders where everyone can prosper. And this has not been more true now than ever before. I've got to say, you know, we work with local communities, we work with local businesses as we do with global businesses as well. While we are a global digital payments player, We're also very local. In each of our markets, we have teams, we process uh, transactions locally. We have technology teams, product teams, marketing and sales teams that work with both local and global merchants. And it's been fantastic actually to see our teams reach out to the communities in various ways and help bring uh, businesses and the economies, uh, help bring businesses online and help the economies in these countries. You know, we, we build our platforms for scale we build our platforms for growth. And what helps us is that we, we truly think global and act local. We, we truly focus on really supporting our local partners, our local entrepreneurs, and helping them grow their business, not just locally in their country, but also expand globally. And we have many examples of businesses that have started in one of our markets and now are serving customers regionally or even globally, partly because we've helped them, uh, we have helped them do that. 
through payments. So in that way, you know, we, we use our local expertise and knowledge to help local businesses grow internationally, to help global e-commerce giants serve customers all around the world in the markets where we are. In the markets where we are, we, we cover a large portion of the world's population. Well over two and a half billion people live in the markets where we serve, uh, 20 markets we serve. And it's some of the fastest growing markets in the world, both in terms of commerce as well as digital payments adoption. And the unique thing about these markets is generally the predominant way to pay in these markets locally is with locally developed uh, or local payment methods with, uh, with which we integrate directly and we enable all of that through a single API to the merchant. So in a way, creating this entire set of platforms through the PayU hub, we enable businesses to grow both locally and expand locally. And those who are already multinational to expand to uh, many of the markets where we are and improve the quality of service that they offer to their consumers. So there's clearly been quite a few changes in behavior over the period. Um, so looking at consumers as well as merchants, what behavioral changes have you seen uh, in the markets that you operate in? The, the changes have been pretty dramatic, actually, um, over the past few months, certainly, as we've seen around the world everyone flocking to online because they, well, they have no other choice. We've seen tremendous growth in small businesses going online. And in fact, in some of our markets, we've seen five, six, seven times the number of merchant applications that we've seen in a month than we've ever seen before. Poland is one example. Colombia is another. India, uh, we've had actually 10 to 15 times uh, the number of applications of uh, local Indian merchants than we had had previously. And so that's one massive change is this almost need to go online, either to, to thrive or to even to survive. What we've seen in consumer behavior is fast adoption of the payment methods that are most popular already in the certain market. So if, uh, let's say in Poland, an automated bank transfer is the most common way to pay, then we've seen actually a rise in that as new consumers come and adopt that. Naturally, as people look to buy online, if you're doing it for the first time, you ask your friends and family, how do I do that? They give you their preferred option. And generally, what we see is an even further need or, or, or importance of these local payment methods in many of our markets. And so for merchants, that's meant that they need to offer these payment methods seamlessly and quickly. And so a, a quick and easy integration into a payments provider like us that enables merchants, small businesses or, or large businesses to accept the locally relevant payment methods is the way to go. And so uh, we, we've seen quite a rise in that. The, the only other thing I'll say is what we see is also a move or a shift what we've seen over the past few months in um, normal retail calendars. Um, so sales that would normally happen in back to school are moved early. What we see in big, big uh, promotion seasons like Black Friday are happening now in various different times. You know, this has been led uh, by businesses. This has also been led by governments around the world. One example I point to that is pretty staggering is uh, in Colombia, a market that we serve and we're the leader in uh, online payments there. The government, in order to boost the economy, basically organized VAT-free days 
for um, all businesses where they could sell on those particular days uh, without VAT. Well, amazing growth, amazing growth. So in our volumes, we saw six or seven times the number of transactions and the volume in transactions than we would have normally seen on any normal day. It was even higher than the Black Friday the previous year in those days. And every one was higher than the previous one. Uh, there were three of those in Colombia. And so you, you see that there's been a complete shift, not just in the thinking about digital payments, adoption of digital payments and e-commerce, but also the way governments also are starting to use uh, that adoption in order to boost the economy back to life. So like you said, in many ways, decades of development has had to happen in a very short time. So would you say it's had a positive effect as a driver when it comes to uh, technology solutions and regulations such as open banking? Well, I think it will, because naturally, digital adoption would start in, say, payments, because you need to pay for your e-commerce purchases, online purchases, online services. And eventually, I think it'll make the transition to digital for digital banking or open banking even faster. There are two ways to look at this. I think one is consumer adoption of anything digital, I think, is tremendously accelerated. And therefore, this will help any digital service that is offered out there to, to be adopted faster. I think the second is governments uh, and regulators having realized that indeed we need to, we as regulators need to spur that innovation. We need to spur that even further. And I think that's where open banking will we'll see acceleration, where uh, my hope is um, we haven't seen that yet uh, in the short time we've been in this crisis. But um, my hope is that in fact, governments and regulators will take an even more active role in setting the right regulation to accelerate the adoption or the rule of regulations and adoption of open banking. So alongside the government, fintech is also helping to kickstart uh, economic growth in its own right, as well as facilitate government initiatives. How do you see that contributing to shaping the world economy over the next few years? So I think the, um, um, the examples are numerous around the world where businesses, governments have stepped in to try and boost the economy out of this crisis. Uh, I talked about Colombia and the government there and the initiatives with uh, the VAT-free days. We're seeing similar initiatives, I, I would say, in Kenya, in other African countries, in India, where... Again, governments, local and regional or federal, stepping in to boost the economy by providing either tax-free sales days, waiving fees on financial transfers or bank transfers, especially if they're done via mobile banking. We've seen that actually recently in Kenya with Safaricom. We ourselves are doing quite a bit to help local communities come back to life, either by waiving fees on our transactions or waiving joining fees for our SMBs. What, what we see is this tremendous growth in the flow of goods also in between countries, right? So cross-border flows are going to come back and are going to I mean, grow even faster. What we see is actually through this pandemic, cross-border transactions where we expected them to come down actually have gone up. Certainly online cross-border businesses, online cross-border transactions have grown even faster than we predicted. And so I think as economies open back up, I think we'll see an even greater 
growth in uh, in cross border and uh, I think local merchants exporting to region or neighboring countries, multinational merchants extending their reach even further. I think that will accelerate even further. And I think that will be then the catalyst for even further growth of local economies, where you would have the double effect of local businesses getting back on track and on their feet. We see that with our merchants and new merchants in many of our countries, but also global and regional merchants helping support or in a way helping drive commerce even faster. So I think to me, a lot of it is around commerce and driving commerce and in particular e-commerce and in particular cross-border e-commerce where we will see tremendous growth. And and there, I think, um, again, my hope is that governments and regulators will will take an even closer look at, at removing some of the barriers that currently exist, uh, whether it's taxation or duties or other other barriers that will spur the economies even faster. So, Payu, what have you got planned in the coming months? Well, <laughs> quite a bit. Uh, so, life has been super busy in uh, both developing new products to help our merchants uh, either come online faster in streamlining a lot of our onboarding processes and removing even more obstacles. We have uh, quite a few plans around growth in our markets and outside of our markets as we partner with various other players. One thing I should mention, uh, certainly in our business, uh, I talked about cross-border and how important um, I think that as a growth wave is. Local e-commerce is kind of the, the heart of what we serve. And for us, adding new payment methods across a number of markets, continuing to improve our platforms and make them ironclad to make sure that we can support the growth that is there is key. All of our 20 markets are connected with a single platform called the PayU Hub, which is a single API integration into any merchant. And so continuing to develop new features and functionalities for that, including how to better help businesses gain insight into their growth, into the consumer habits and behaviors, into approval rates and acceptance rates and so forth to help the businesses that we serve grow even faster and improve the quality of service to their customers. One thing we haven't talked about so far is um, we at PayU also are one of the largest fintech investors in our markets. Over the past three, four years, we've deployed nearly a billion dollars in acquisitions, investments. The focus for our our investments are twofold, both our core payments business, as well as our credit business that we are starting to develop in India and around the world, and other fintech investments that we see tremendous growth in. So we'll continue through this crisis to look for good opportunities to invest as, uh, as those come up. I think um, I'll say lastly, the focus for us in the next uh, months as it has been uh, over the past few months is focusing on our communities locally, as well as our employees. And the two go hand in hand. There's a, a nice virtuous cycle as, uh, as we give opportunities to local businesses and our employees locally get involved in giving back to the community. We're able to fulfill both our mission to work with our local communities, set of entrepreneurs in helping them um, realize their dreams and grow, as well as taking care of our employees and making sure that they have fulfilling careers and lives. And so uh, that's a lot to, uh, to really focus on, but uh, our focus is again, keeping our core business as fast growing and as healthy as we can, 
by really helping our merchants grow in their countries, helping our merchants expand beyond their countries and regions, and ultimately helping the local communities come out of this uh, crisis as quickly and as fast as possible.